Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Eagles Live Podcast. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro with you. This is our Eagles Live Podcast instant reaction, and I'm here at Lincoln Financial Field late on Sunday night. The Eagles, in thrilling fashion against the New York Giants, well, saving the season with a come-from-behind 25-22 victory. Jake Elliott's 43-yard field goal late in the game wins it for the Eagles. Maybe not as dramatic as last year's 61-yarder, but as you hear from Merrill Reese, every bit is important. Cameron Johnston is kneeling at the 33. So it is a 43-yard attempt by Jake Elliott. The ball is spotted. The kick is away. And the kick is... Good! <laughs> After falling behind 19-3, the Eagles came back slowly, surely, painfully. They drove 75 yards on six plays. Carson Wentz, a 15-yard touchdown pass to Zach Ertz. Corey Clement, the two-point conversion on a little option play from Wentz. That brought the Eagles to within 19-11. to And then Elliott, a 28-yard field goal, 19-14 to in the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, the Eagles taking a lead as Josh Adams, the rookie from the suburbs of Philadelphia, capped a 61-yard drive, seven plays with a one-yard touchdown run, and then his two-point conversion, giving the Eagles a 22-19 lead. After the Giants tied it up on a field goal, the Eagles drove down the field 50 yards, 10 plays. Some of the key plays on that drive, courtesy of Merrill Reese and Mike Quick. Wentz fakes. Wentz rolls, Wentz fires, complete on the far side of the field. It's Jeffrey, Jeffrey across the 40, from the 45, Jeffrey to the 50. That is a great piece of running. Wentz takes the snap, he's looking, he's still looking, fires, complete. Aguilar, down to the 30. <laughs> you know, that certainly would not have been my call on a fourth and one. <laughs> it's a gutsy call, but boy, they make it work. With the win, the first of three games in a row against NFC East opponents, the Eagles moved to 5-6 and six and are now just one game behind both the Dallas Cowboys and Washington Redskins in the NFC East. And oh, by the way, the Eagles host the Redskins on Monday night and then play at Dallas the week after. So it is still very much alive for the Eagles in this 2018 regular season. Some numbers for you before we get into the locker room. Carson Wentz, 20 of 28, 236 yards, sacked three times, one touchdown pass, a passer rating of 108.6, and the fourth quarter victory drive for Wentz. That goes into his belt. Adams, the go-to running back on a day when the Eagles had 29 carries, 127 yards, both Adams with 22 runs, 84 yards, and a touchdown, and Clement with five carries, 45 yards, including a 32-yard pickup on the ground, and then Clement with two catches for 31 yards including 23 yards on a screen pass, really helping out the Eagles. Zach Ertz sets an Eagles record for most receptions in a single season by a tight end. On this day, seven catches, 91 yards, and the touchdown. How about the defense? They allowed 346 yards in the first half. But it was shutdown time for the Eagles on defense in half number two. So let's go into the locker room. And the Eagles with a defensive secondary that included Shandon Sullivan, Devontae Bosby, and Craven LeBlanc. And you're saying, who are they? Well, they're players who went out there and limited Odell Beckham Jr. to five catches, 85 yards. Eli Manning, 26 of 37, 297 yards. But again, the Eagles shutting down the Giants in the second half. Let's begin with Bosby who found himself in a starting role and a major role for the Eagles defense in a win that saved the season. 
What was the experience like for you out there now that you have a moment to put it in perspective? Uh, it was fun. First half, we was kind of out of whack doing things that really wasn't us. Made some adjustments second half, stuck to our basics, and we got the win. What kind of adjustments? Anything that was a change in scheme? First half, we was kind of doing things that weren't really us. The good coaches we have, they adjusted, and halftime, we just stuck to our regular stuff that we do week in and week out, and it showed a second half of our production. Do you notice at all the Giants showing frustration that they couldn't get things going? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, we got guys watching, and they came back and told us, hey, such and such was going crazy. Let's finish it. So little things like that. But, yeah, it was noticeable. It seemed like when Malcolm had the interception late first half, the momentum changed. Did you feel it out there? Most definitely. Momentum changed. I got my win second half. First half, I was kind of winded, so I was kind of out of whack. Second half, I got my win, and as you can see, my play was 10 times better than the first half. Was your confidence level also? Uh, My confidence is always up. You know, just excitement, all that mess first half, playing special teams, and every play on defense, I was kind of just winded. Settled down, got my win second half, and I produced. Also on the defensive side, Camus Grugier-Hill, part of the Eagles' revamped look at the linebacker position, playing without Jordan Hicks in this game. The Eagles using Nigel Bradham in the middle, Nate Gary and Grugier-Hill on the flanks at strong and weak side. Grugier-Hill had seven total tackles, two tackles for loss, a big game for him, and some time one-on-one in the locker room. So Camus, tale of two halves, is that the way you look at this thing? You know, I think it just came down to, you know, we just really had to rally around each other and hold each other accountable. And I don't know, it's just such a great win. It's really, really great win to, to come out with this one. People have this fantasy that in the locker room there's fire and brimstone and chalkboards being broken and inspirational speeches being made. What was the scene today at halftime after giving up, by the way, 300 and what was it, 46 yards or something in the, of first, half? In the first half? Wow. 346. I think the best thing about this team is we really don't even look at that. I had no idea how much yards they had. I had no idea. Obviously, I, I knew the score, but we just focused on just executing and trying to go out there and be better. I think that's what we did. You know, leadership on the team really stepped up. You know, everyone really just rallied around each other. How was the tackling today? I know it had not been where you guys wanted yeah. it the last couple of weeks. I think it was a little better, but we always have room to grow. You know what I mean? Uh, 300 yards in the first half that speaks for itself. So we definitely got to get better. Did you feel the momentum change when Malcolm had the interception? Late first half? Uh, yeah, you know, that was a huge play, you know, giving them zero points. And um, that really, I feel, gave us the confidence to go out and, like, let's really go out here and we're not going to go out without a fight. How big was this win, Kimmo? That was huge. I mean, monumental. And I think that this team is going great places. Thank you. Yep. Offensively, the Eagles getting it going on the ground, and that made offensive tackle Lane Johnson very, very happy, who certainly understands the impact of this victory for the Eagles. Lane, I know you've talked about this. It's settled in a little bit. What does this win mean? You know and I know it is. This is a do-or-die point in our season. I think everybody knew that coming in. It wasn't really sad, but everybody understood. I just felt like, you know, our team, our backs are still pushing against the wall, you know, coming in next week. But most of your secondary missing, you're going to get Sodell Beckham Jr., some of the best receivers, you know, that there are stepped up. You know, Josh Adams had a great day. I feel like we were able to run the ball. This is more balanced outings that we had this year. And it just felt good to kind of put on tape what we know we can do. And now we just got to keep it going for next week. After the Josh scored the touchdown and then the two-point conversion, you were just, you were actually in the end zone almost headbutting somebody you were so fired up. What was it like to have that run game going and, and really rely on you guys up front to do the work? I love it. I look forward to the run game because I have, you know, probably the best guard in the league next to me. And I feel like whenever we can just tee off on somebody, we can put scary stuff on tape and that, you know, goes with everybody else. You know, get Kels out in space. You know, let those guys do what they do. Uh, that's really what it was. Guy stepping up, Nelson had a huge conversion on that fourth down. Really, it felt good to get a win, but you know we're in the same situation next week. What was it like out there that last drive? Uh, it felt good to be in a you know situation. You know we had everything in control. We needed to run the clock out, try to get a few yards. 
it felt good. It just felt finally good to run the ball. It's something that we haven't done. We talked about it for numerous weeks now, so maybe we can keep it going. Do you feel like maybe hopefully this is the spark that the team needs? Yeah, I mean, everybody knows. I mean, this is it for our season. We can talk about doing this, doing that. It's really now, so everybody knows that. You know, it's, it's the same urgency that we'll have going into next week. Thanks, Lane. Yeah. I'm head coach Doug Peterson. You want Philly food? Yeah, let's do it. And you're listening to the Eagles Live podcast with Dave Spadaro. Clement, part of the offense, along with Adams, two young running backs. We'll hear from both of them as they took control of a ground game that was stagnant in the first half. But the Eagles stayed with it, and it helped at the end of the day. And on the season now, Adams leading the Eagles with 291 rushing yards, averaging 5.2 yards per carry. We'll talk to the running backs now on the Eagles Live podcast. Instant reaction. First, second-year man, Corey Clement. Corey, what do you think the difference was first half to second half for the offense? I think what we kept initially doing was sticking to the run game. Everybody knows Carson has an arm. If you can keep it balanced for him, it makes his job a lot easier. No Stoutland, no Deuce. Basically, all preached the run game. You know, to get everybody involved in the run game, definitely kept the defense you know, on their toes because if you can have two caliber running backs making holes and making plays for them, it's demoralizing. So to have Josh Allen back in the full mix, you know, that's truly a blessing. Your big run really kind of seemed like it opened things up for the offense. Right. Tell me about the run. You know, certain things you just have time, patience, you know, know the scheme of how it's blocked. Talking to JP, most of the guys up front, you know, all they preached was, you know, stay with it, trust it. My thing was I challenged myself to not let one man tackle me today. And I uh, said it in the room before we even started this game. You know, I think if everybody challenged, just one thing for themselves, and this team could do no great things. And then the screen game was also a factor. Yeah. What made it work? No, we haven't really did much screens all game. You no, know, we can you know, catch them off the guard. You know, just be explosive down the play. I saw the linebacker shift over. I'm like, man, it's going to hit. If I could just secure the catch, make it easy for myself, get back outside, you know, this play can be big. It feels like there's like a big sigh of relief, like yeah. all the pressure is kind of, not Thanks pressure's for- gone, but it, you can kind of relax and play ball now. Do you feel that in the locker room? No, to be honest, you know, the record that we have, it's hard to you know, feel at ease. We always want the best for this whole city, this organization, and I feel like our record doesn't really reflect how true we can be as an offense or as a defense. You know, we still got a lot more work to do, but this is definitely a stepping stone to you know, regain our confidence. Thanks, Corey. No problem. And also, Josh Adams, the local kid from Council Rock South High School, he had a big game today and has continued to show up for the Eagles on the ground. Josh, what was it like being the guy? 20-plus carries, first time in the NFL. I mean, it just felt good to get a win. I'm blessed to be able to be out there and, you know, play this game. felt good to be back home, but, you know, I try not to focus on stuff like that. I try to just take it one play at a time, focus on the job at hand, take full advantage of the opportunity that I had. First touchdown at home, special for you? Yeah, yeah, it uh, felt good. It felt good to be home, and it turned out with a win. So uh, I would say, you know, this one definitely felt like my first touchdown. Did you feel that some of the bounces that you had outside were they designed or did you just kind of feel it just trying to make a play trying to stick to my reads and trusting the guys up front just make something happen just kind of how the play fell into place I don't know if they were designed or not I just know that just try to do the best I can to take advantage of that play how do you feel physically after so many touches I feel good I mean can't complain like I said before I'm blessed to play this game so I think you know you got to take the good with the bad and obviously everybody's a little nicked up we're out there hitting each other nothing serious just can't wait to get on to the next one thanks Josh thank you how about Jake Elliott wins the game last year a 61 yarder this time it's a much easier 43 yarder but a lot on the line for the Eagles again a loss would have been devastating for the team but Elliott calm cool collected and true on his final kick, a little one-on-one in the locker room with Eagles place kicker Jake Elliott, who delivered once again for the game-winning points. 
Jake, do you want it to come down to you? I want to win every game by 100. But, yeah, I mean, like I was saying earlier, I think, you know, these are the situations you got to kind of thrive in as a kicker in, in this league, knowing that most of these games are going to come down to just a possession or two. I kind of have that mindset where it is going to come down to me every game, and I try to be ready for those. So second down, third down, you understand it's possibly going to come down to you. What are you doing? I'm just zoning everything out at that point. I think my teammates kind of know at this point in my career that no one should come over and talk to me. I like to kind of stay and stay over rather than that and get in my zone. And during those timeouts, I like to run out on the field and kind of get a feel, visualize what the wind's doing, what the ball's going to look like flying to the air. At that time, did you at all think that this could come down to you against the Giants for a second year in a row here? <laughs> Not until that last drive. Even on that last drive, I was talking to some of the guys saying it didn't really feel like a game winner because uh, I think we had the ball. We started that drive with like six minutes left or something like that. And, you know, at that time, you're not thinking this is going to be our last possession. So tell me about the kick. And was it a true hit, a great feel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt good. Felt calm, collective going out there. Rick threw a perfect snap back there. Cam got it down perfectly. And, you know, luckily hit a really good ball. Did anybody try carrying you off the field this time? No, not this time. Not this time. I think we're over those days. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> You got it. And how about Wentz, who avoided any major mistakes, took what the defense gave him, and engineered that drive at the end that led to the points to win the game. Carson Wentz meets the media afterward and talked about just how important it was to beat the Giants. Again, the first of three straight NFC East opponents for the Eagles. Big game for us, obviously, in terms of divisional standings, all that fun stuff, but really mentally, you know, to show the resilience that we did, to get down early the way we did and then battle back and just kind of builds a lot of confidence for really all three phases of this game and to come from behind and get it done today, I think that'll speak volumes about our confidence going forward. We just executed. I think in all those other past games, just came down to a play or two here and there and we didn't execute and today we got it done. You know, it didn't take anything, you know, extra from us. We just had to just dial it in and execute and we got it done. I mean, we always come in into every game wanting to be balanced. And I think the O-line plays best when we are. You know, I think it gives those guys confidence and they're coming off the ball firing. And then in the passing game, it kind of lightens the, the pass rush a little bit too. And the O-line loves when we mix it up like that. Movement, snake is all those things. And I thought we did a really good job of that today. Josh did a great job. He's done a great job. Everything we've asked him to do this year, today he got a little extra workload and he did a great job and took it and, and ran with it. At the same time, the O-line. The O-line did a great job. We could lean on them. They made some nice holes and, and Josh finished some runs really well and we got it done. The locker room afterwards was great. You know, it felt like it had been a while since we had that feeling again. And guys, like I said at the beginning of this, you know, I think that's huge for our confidence. It's huge for our confidence to not just win, but to win, to win in the way we did, rallying back. And, you know, I thought, you know, hats off to our defense. They settled in, you know, tremendously and played an amazing second half, gave us a chance to win the way we did. And I think that just will build our confidence going forward. A very happy Doug Peterson, who has spoken highly of his team's resiliency all year long. Well, he certainly showed it in this game, down 19-3, being dominated at halftime. It all turned around in half number two. Here's Doug Peterson meeting the media on Sunday. Been a couple weeks since we felt this this type of emotion, so they're jazzed. I mean, it's a great win against a uh, hot, really good opponent that is real dangerous on offense. And so for our defense to hang in there in the second half and, and do the things they did, get them off the field, and then offensively, you know, get ourselves in a position to win the game. It's just a great boost for the entire team. Yeah, you know, Malcolm's a great leader. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, I've talked to our leaders on the football team and just challenged them, you know, just find a way to make plays, you know, in big situations. And I think you saw it from time to time today, and that was one of them. That really sparked, I think, the 
defense going into the second half and then obviously the offense but he made that big play Alshon made a big play at the end of the game you know to extend the drive and you know Josh Adams even though he's a, a young player he did some nice things but our veteran players really stepped up today and D-Lion was able to put pressure on you know Eli get some sacks there our offensive line a veteran group really did a nice job so playmakers did a nice job today first of all I was proud of the guys proud of him for what he's kind of battled through and, and just just said hey how, how good does that feel you know and and uh, uh he was excited he played a played a great game today and and um you know I think uh the sideline was was jazzed you know obviously after that kick and you know maybe that's the spark we need some perspective from veteran Malcolm Jenkins, who was just terrific in this game. He broke up a two-point conversion opportunity for the Giants early in the game, kind of keeping the Eagles in the game. And then he also added an interception late in the first half, a takeaway for the Eagles. They've been few and far between for this defense, just eight of them on the season. But Jenkins coming through at a big time and kind of turning the momentum in the Eagles' favor, heading into half number two. Jenkins finished with six total tackles, the interception, one pass defense and one forced fumble Jenkins after the game knowing that the Eagles had to win it and they did Nate came in and played well. We ended up kicking LeBlanc out the corner at some point. He matched up well, made a bunch of stops that we needed. We'll watch the film, evaluate, prepare, and go compete next week. Malcolm, did you feel at all that the interception you had maybe turned the momentum around defensively? Did you feel it out there? Nah, I, don't, I wouldn't say the interception. It definitely helped. I think more so the hits that we got on the quarterback helped more than anything change the momentum because it got back to what we're used to doing on defense, being able to you know, affect the quarterback and not allow them to take advantage of some of the matchups that they had, uh, I think was key for us winning, but also getting kind of that crowd back into it, getting that momentum back on our side. Were you aware that they had 346 yards at halftime? No. At this point, we don't even care. It's not going to be pretty. We know that. They're going to make plays, but it's just up to us to continue to adjust, to fight, and do what we can to get a win. Thank you. Yeah. And finally, on our Eagles Live podcast, Instant Reaction, Fran Duffy from the Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast breaks it down, the key matchups, the key moments, and how the Eagles, how in the world did this football team, which really has struggled coming from behind this year and has really played from behind, but in this one, the Eagles stuck with it, won the game, and Fran Duffy talks about his key to the Eagles' victory. Thanks, Dave. And obviously a ton to analyze here after this big win against the New York Giants, really on both sides of the football. What happened in the second half on defense to help lead the turnaround there? And then offensively, they were able to string together a lot of drives, obviously relying a lot on the run game. I'm really excited to dive into the film on Monday morning. I know Greg Cosell will be doing the same. He and I will get together Monday night to really kind of hash out our thoughts, talk about what we saw on film from this game, but then also look ahead to this matchup against the Washington Redskins and really what's going to help to who's going to be first place in the NFC East, at least in the short term. Really, really excited to dig into that matchup with Greg. So stay tuned for that on the Eagle Line the Sky podcast, fueled by Gatorade. We'll be dropping that Monday night on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, wherever podcasts can be found, or on Tuesday morning on PhiladelphiaEagles.com or the Eagles mobile app. Obviously, a ton to celebrate here with this big Eagles win over the New York Giants. I'm really, really excited to dig into the film. Make sure you tune into the Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast this week as Fran looks ahead to the Washington Redskins. And that'll do it for this Eagles Live podcast, Instant Reaction, Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with you. Thanks to Brian Thomas for putting it all together. Thanks to you for joining us each and every week. And the Eagles now 5-6 and six with a Monday night game at Lincoln Financial Field against Washington ahead. Thanks so much for joining, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day and fly, Eagles fly. E-A-T-L-E.